You're listening to Bitcoin, Blockchain and the Technologies of Our Future with Naomi Brockwell. Your privacy is our priority. Skype is committed to respecting your privacy and the confidentiality of your personal data, traffic data, and communications content. These were the marketing slogans of Microsoft and Skype around 2013. But it turns out that your privacy was not secure with these companies. Both were involved in what's called the PRISM program. The NSA and the FBI are tapping directly into the uh, central servers of nine leading internet companies, including Microsoft, Yahoo, Google, Facebook, AOL, Skype, YouTube, and Apple. In the PRISM program, the direct access to the service of these companies meant that the government could access any data at will. Calls, videos, private communications. What I would call it is the single biggest infringement on American civil liberties probably of all time. Why didn't we know about this? Well, perhaps the companies themselves didn't know about it. But actually, the Snowden revelations showed that not only did Microsoft know, but they were actively working with the NSA to undermine the encryption of their cloud storage, while at the same time touting that encryption as a privacy feature. When questioned about this, they said, there are aspects of this debate we wish we were able to discuss more freely. That's why we've argued for additional transparency that would help everyone understand and debate these important issues. It seems that when it comes to discussing details about these data requests, Microsoft's hands were tied, or should we say they were gagged. The fact is, many companies might be forced to weaken their security, and they can't tell anyone about it. That's what happened to Ladar Levison, who ran an encrypted email service called LavaBit that was Snowden's email provider. The government wanted Levison to turn over Snowden's emails, but because it was all encrypted, Levison couldn't access any of it. Because I couldn't turn over the information from that one particular user. I would be forced to give up those SSL keys and let the FBI collect every communication on my network without any kind of transparency. More disturbing was the fact that I couldn't even tell anybody that it was going on. Ladar was sent what's called a national security letter. The Federal Bureau of Investigation in the United States has a thing called a national security letter. These are generally considered to be unconstitutional in the United States, and judges have ruled that. And it appears that each branch and each agency has something that is like a national security letter. Under the law, recipients of the letters are barred from telling anyone about their encounter with the FBI. Uh, unfortunately, I can't talk about that. Um, I would like to, believe me. Um, I, I think if the American public knew um, what our government was doing, um, they wouldn't be allowed to do it anymore. LavaBit has been told they would face serious criminal sanctions if they publicly discuss what is being done to their company. Ladar's whole service was secure email. If he couldn't honestly provide that, and if he couldn't tell users that their security was compromised, he felt that his only choice was to shut down his own company. LavaBit's owner mysteriously shut down the company. He said he didn't want to, quote, become complicit in crimes against the American people. It violated that sacred trust between a service provider and the user. It turns out that these gag orders are very common. Nicholas Merrill, who ran an internet service provider, was also given a national security letter. This was not a court order. This was a letter from the FBI signed by an attorney. It seemed to me that it was pretty clearly not constitutional on its, on its face. That it told me that I could never tell any person that I had received the letter, which uh, pretty obviously uh, precluded me from speaking to a lawyer. While Nicholas Merrill was not the first American to be gagged after receiving a national National Security Letter, an NSL. 
He was the first to challenge the FBI's secret tactics. It resulted in the national security letter provision of the Patriot Act being ruled unconstitutional twice. We were never able to get to the Supreme Court to get a final binding ruling that would affect the whole country. We occasionally hear about some of the gag orders only when companies decide to sacrifice everything by going public or shutting down. But that's not a decision that everyone can make. You take a much larger provider and shutting down a major section of their company when they have to answer to shareholders may not be a viable option. Given that these gag orders are common, we can no longer take the security claims of companies at face value. Security and encryption have become marketing terms. And unfortunately, we're seeing this huge growth in the number of encrypted communication services and encrypted internet services in general. Um, but when you dig into the details, they're not truly secure. And if companies are forbidden from telling users when their services have been compromised, it's important to look for warning signs. A company that once offered a private service suddenly going fully transparent and collecting data on its users. Perhaps by doing so, they're actually protecting users by letting them know this data is no longer secure, act accordingly. Is this what happened to places like Shapeshift that made a radical transformation from offering anonymity to requiring KYC? Well, we'll never know because if it is, they wouldn't be able to talk about it. It's clear that there are many companies who are under double binds, meaning that they can't mention if they've been ordered to hand over information or weaken their security by design, and they can't even speak out against these practices in general. You have secret courts, secret operations like prison, um, secret investigations which go into every spit and cough of every American's lives without any member of the American public knowing about it. That's not freedom, is it? A change in habit might be one possible warning sign, but another that you can look out for is called a warrant canary. In my opinion, any company that touts the security of their products should have one of these online. Warrant canaries are a piece of text on a website that alerts users that their data may have been compromised. The text includes a timestamp and they say what hasn't happened. Something like, we have not been given a gag order. We have not been asked to turn over data on our users. Ideally, the timestamp is updated regularly. And if a company is given a gag order and asked to turn over data, they can simply stop updating the timestamp or take down the notice. Because although a gag order can stop you saying something, it can't force you to say something false. As the EFF explains, the First Amendment protects against compelled speech. So while the government may be able to compel silence through a gag order, it may not be able to compel a company to lie by falsely stating that it has not received legal process when in fact it has. In an ideal world, we would be able to rely on the reputations of companies and trust their word if that reputation is good. But it isn't an ideal world, and it's important for users of security and privacy products to know that gag orders are common, and products that we think are secure may indeed be compromised with some sort of backdoor. The company might never tell you because they can't. There used to be a site called Canary Watch, which listed a number of websites that had a warrant canary. The site was discontinued in 2016, and it's interesting to note that many of the sites listed have since taken down their canary. A warrant canary isn't ideal deal because it relies on people knowing about the statement, noticing when it's taken down, and drawing the right conclusions from that. I'm not sure how common they still are today, but I believe that it's still probably the best tool that we have for letting users know if their privacy has been compromised. Let me know of any sites that you've found that still have warrant canaries, and if you ask your favorite companies to set one up, let me know what they say.
If you found this video useful, liking, sharing and subscribing to the channel helps me continue to make more videos like this. If you'd like to support the channel further, head to naomibrockwell.com slash memberships. To watch the video version of this episode, please visit Naomi Brockwell TV on YouTube, BitChute or Library.io.